Kane's Big Joe for Absolute Comfort, your trusted independent American Standard Air dealer. And owner Chris Wedekin sells the Mitsubishi Electric Mini Split, a great option for heating and cooling where ductwork can't be installed. If you have one of those homes that has baseboard heat or electric heat, ceiling cable heat, these can be specifically designed for those houses because in those houses it's very difficult to have them do all the construction and remodeling that goes with adding ductwork into those types of homes. Find out more by going to absolutecomfort.org. Absolute Comfort is your trusted independent American Standard Air Mitsubishi Electric Elite Ductless Pro Dealer. Good morning. It is Monday, May 8th. It is five minutes after 10. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Coming up this morning after 11 o'clock, we're going to have an in-studio guest. Yeah! Donald Rainwater's going to come in and talk to us about his run for governor of the state of Indiana. All right, so here's what we've decided to do. Uh, I'm extending this offer to any, uh, I don't know, is viable the right word, like, I don't know. Legit? Yeah. (laughs) You're getting us in trouble. Um, People who are running for governor. So right now, I would say that would be Rainwater. uh, It would be Eric Doden. It would be Suzanne Crouch. It would be Mike Braun on the Republican side. And then it would be, uh, what's her face? Uh, Jennifer McCormick. Jennifer McCormick on the Democrat side. We'll give most of an hour Mm -hmm. to any of you people who want to come in, because I think it's that important that people figure out what in the world's going on and what people are going to do. And there's so many key issues right now that uh, I think it's worthy of an hour long conversation. I could do an hour on property taxes. I mean, on that alone. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have a, just a little hit at the top of the hour and then rainwater will be with us for most of 11 o'clock. All right. Stick around for that. Let's talk about what's going on in a presidential run. President Biden's campaign is going to have to overcome some bad numbers, including his current record low approval rating, which is at 36 <laughs> percent. He's almost in Bush territory. Yeah. I mean, he basically is now in Bush territory. Yeah, majority doubting his mental capacity. 63% are questioning that. And he also has what many are calling a lot of good potential GOP challengers. And this is all coming from an ABC News Washington Post poll. Yeah, so the big one that came out of this is that Trump is up six points. Uh, ABC News Washington Post poll, 44 to 38 percent over Biden, which is super interesting because you want to talk about someone with incredible negatives in terms of the polling electorate or the voting electorate. It is Donald Trump. And yet, as of right now, it appears people are saying, well, I guess maybe angry guy Twitter wasn't so bad. Mm -hmm. I don't but I don't know because the national poll doesn't even matter. It's like four states. It's Pennsylvania, it's Ohio, it's Michigan, it's Wisconsin, it's North Carolina. Florida is now largely a Republican state. It's New Mexico, it's Arizona. So I don't know. I don't know if this matters or not. Uh, just I just find it hard to believe that Trump can sustain any sort of positive momentum because he just has such a knack for putting his foot in his mouth. Well, I think the interesting thing to note from this poll is that not only is Trump beating Biden, but so is Ron DeSantis. Yes. Uh, They've also got uh, Nikki Haley in there, Mike Pence, Tim Scott, and Asa Hutchinson. And you know what? They left Vivek off the polling. Yeah, they did. You know why? Because the only guy who takes Vivek serious is you. He would have been in third place. Uh I'm telling you, he would have beat the other ones. Sure, absolutely. But they completely omitted him from the poll. But all told, 75% of Republicans would be satisfied with Trump as the GOP nominee, and 63% would be satisfied with DeSantis. So again, Biden's got to face off these challengers, because either one of them right now 
is in a better position than he is. Yeah, as you mentioned, DeSantis also up five points in this poll. So Trump and DeSantis basically uh, faring almost identical. DeSantis at 42-37 over Biden. What will be very interesting is, um, and and I guess we can go ahead and just hop into this now, um, DeSantis, it is now rumored, is going to be getting in in June. Mm-hmm. There'll be no... Uh, there will be no, according to this poll, uh, this re- report, which was posted on the uh, Post Millennial, there will be no exploratory, exploratory. committee. He's just, yeah. just going to be an announcement. Hey, I'm running for president. Thanks. Have a good day. Um, now, I'm sure unlike Biden, he will do it in an actual press conference. because you Well, would- hasn't he really already been doing his exploratory committee? Sure, absolutely. I mean, isn't that what this book tour has been about? Absolutely. And, and so what will be interesting to me is uh, let's say let's say he just I'm just picking numbers here but let's say it's June the 1st let's say June the 1st he gets in by the by a, a week a week from his announcement so polling that takes place a week after his announcement how will he be faring because that will give us an idea of what the starting gate actually is Trump up 15 Trump up 20 that's not an actual starting gate because the guy's not running for president a big part of running for president is the bounce that you get out of your actual announcement because then people start seeing you, paying attention to you, mainstream national media starts reporting on you. So if it still trumps up 10 after the announcement, then okay, DeSantis has got some work to do. But if it's Trump's up five, mm-hmm. then it's, you know, it's a toss-up. It's in it's any it's anybody's ball game. And what will the number look like against Biden? Because I think that's going to be one of the big selling points for Ron DeSantis is going to be to the electorate. I give you everything Trump does. I give it to you more reliably and I give it to you better against Biden. I am much more likely to be elected than this guy is. And I think that's sort of his kind of three-legged approach to selling himself. So it'll be interesting a week out of the announcement, whenever that is, how he looks. Well, we've been told for years that the only one who can beat Trump is Biden, and the only one who can beat Biden is Trump. But if Ron DeSantis comes out of the gate strong, well, that puts that whole narrative to bed. And another thing that came out of this article in the Post Millennial, which I thought was interesting, is how they kind of picked on Ron DeSantis just a bit, saying that he lacks humor and he does not have thick skin. Well, boy, he better grow some if he's going to go up against Trump because Trump is already attacking him. Imagine what's going to happen after he officially announces that he's running for president against Trump. Well, isn't it interesting, though? He lacks humor. Okay, well, what does that mean? Does that mean the guy isn't insulting women on social media? I mean, we had funny, hilarious, you know, guy on Twitter. And how did that work out for us? We've lost multiple elections. Now I say we, of course, I'm long long been excluded from the uh, Republican we conversation. But in terms of someone who wants desperately to not see Joe Biden destroy what's left of our nation, I guess I'll throw myself in the we conversation there. I find it interesting that it's almost like no matter what, no matter what, happens there's always some reason why it can't be anybody other than trump well uh, he's not humorous enough what does that mean <laughs> do you really want your president to be funny why don't we just have dave coulier run the country then yeah. i mean if we want a a funny guy that's going to make you chuckle or why don't we get jeff daniels out there running the show uh, or jeff foxworthy i don't need just like i didn't need to like the president on twitter i don't need to have the president make me laugh you know what i want somebody's gonna leave me alone That's really what I vote on now, Casey. Who is most likely to leave me alone? And Ron DeSantis has a much better track record of leaving me alone than... Shutting down society? Than Trump does. Yeah.
Trump was super in my business. Well, they say that DeSantis gets a little aggressive, that he has an air about Good. him that is, you don't have the right to question me. That sounds authoritative. Oh, Not I, questionable. If the if the if the if the argument here is this guy is too authoritative about leaving people alone, well, hot dang, sign me up for that conversation, Casey, because I look at Florida and how those people lived and how you got to live during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I look at how we lived here and I say, sign me up for the authoritative guy who is super authoritative about leaving me alone. That has no sense of humor. Right. Yeah. The big question with DeSantis is we know where he stands on the woke culture. It's going to be economics. Where is he at? How, what's he going to do to get this inflation under control? Look, is the guy a little stiff? Yes. Is he much like Mike Pence, a guy who wanted to be in politics from the time he was old enough to tie his shoes? Yes. Is he a bit of a plastic man in many cases? Yes. Is he straight out of central casting? Yes. Normally, in the GOP people, like a Mitt Romney or a Bob Dole, you would say, boy, that's not going to end well. But I look at his actual record as governor, and I say, I don't care. Would I want to, like, pound a bunch of brews with Ron DeSantis? Nah, he's probably not the most fun guy to do that with. But I don't care. I don't vote based on that. I am now voting based on who is most likely to leave me alone. (laughs) Well, you mentioned he's got a lot to run on, all of his successes with the legislative session. And what does Trump have to run on? What has Trump been doing over the past two years versus what has Ron DeSantis been doing for the past two years? DeSantis has actually been governing. And Trump has been... In courtrooms. Yeah, and that will be, I think, will be very interesting because DeSantis is going to have to, at some point, acknowledge and, I guess attack is the right word, Trump at some capacity because mm-hmm. agreed that while his initial rollout should be totally focused on himself and his own record, at some point, people are going to be looking for tough. I mean, at some point, it's going to be a two-person stage. Mike Pence, not serious. Nikki Haley, not serious. Aza Hutchinson, not serious. Chris Christie, not serious. Tim Scott, not serious. You people are sucking up your boyfriend, Vivek, not serious. If those two guys are in, everybody else is just sucking up oxygen. Everybody else is running for vice president. Absolutely. And so at some point, it will be a two-person stage. And at that point, DeSantis is going to have to show I can bring the heat on Donald Trump. And there's a lot of ways to bring the heat on Donald Trump. We'll see which, which path one, which he, one chooses. he chooses. Yeah. yeah, It is 16 minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Where is Clint Eastwood? <laughs> he hasn't been seen in over 450 days. We'll get into it coming up from 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Mississippi Queen! 
minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Thank you for listening this morning. So over the weekend, UND had their graduation, Purdue's graduation coming up next weekend. And based on data from the U.S. Department of Education of the 27 colleges and universities in Indiana, the University of Notre Dame ranks as the hardest school to get into. Only 15% of applicants for the fall of 21 semester were admitted. The average cost of attending the University of Notre Dame as a full-time student, $74,172 for one academic year. So it's 74172 So I'm doing math real quick here. That is roughly $300,000 then to get a degree from Notre Dame yeah. if you make it in four years. And most people say that they, if they get accepted Accepted into the most difficult school to uh-huh. go to, that's the one that they will end up choosing. Also trending this morning, the Colts. They have released veteran quarterback Nick Foles after one season. And also, you know, there was that big coronation over the weekend. Yes. You probably heard or saw something about it. Prince William delivered a speech at the coronation concert, praising his father's service, charity work, and dedication to promoting diversity. Oh! But in this speech, he started off by giving a nod to great-grandma. Grandma. As my grandmother said when she was crowned, coronations are a declaration of our hopes for the future. And I know she's up there, fondly keeping an eye on us, and she'd be a very proud mother. Would she? <laughs> just curious. Would well, she? look, I mean, that family is just a, <laughs> just a complete nightmare, and I, I probably long has been. What was that? There was a show about the royal family. The Crown, was that the name mm-hmm. of it? Yeah, there was one. There's many shows yeah. about them, but yes, there was that one. And, I mean, that kind of went into some detail on just what a nightmare that whole family is. And, look, it's, it is just a bunch of very rich, entitled, elitist people who have done absolutely nothing to earn their lot in life. If it has simply been handed to them. And that's how many of them behave. Now, the William guy seems like kind of a decent guy. But again, what's he like in person? Don't know. But if you look at Charles, he, he well-documented. Harry, well-documented. Yeah, too much documentation on how, that guy. We could spend the rest of the show talking about Andrew. Mm-hmm. The Queen's side was a total nightmare. Her sisters and, and you know parents, and of course, don't forget, her uncle totally abandoned the throne, which is how that whole lineage, how her side even became eligible for the throne to go chase some, some woman over in America. So it, it, it just amazes me that people get so elated over these people, cheering for them, standing out in the rain for them. They don't like you at all. Uh, some people were noting that Charles may be loosening up his stance against Prince Andrew because he was wearing some of his medals oh. that had been stripped from him in the past. Wouldn't surprise me at all. And it, I just I tweeted this over the weekend, but I, I cannot imagine living in that country where your tax money goes to prop up and promote these people. Now, look, obviously our tax money here, look at the feeble-minded old geezer in the White House. You could say, well, look at that. But at least we have a vote on it. At least I feel like I have some say about it. I mean, does my vote matter in terms of the president? No, because I live in Indiana. But at least I have some say about it. And with these people, it's like your tax money is directly 
continuing these i mean they're not even elected people they have no actual power no but i think you know the perspective is much different because their history is so much older than ours i mean the spoon that was used to anoint king charles the uh-huh. it had the oil on it it's 1200 years old oh I mean, so, we don't even have anything in this country that old. So you mean they, people have been getting things handed to them based on whose womb they popped well, out of I for just, 1,200 years? It's just so much more, it's a deeper part of their identity. It is. The royal family. People over there need to wake up. <laughs> Possibly. I wanted to uh, share this with you. You know, Hollywood has made some changes to the requirements for their Best Picture uh-huh. nominee. Yes. And Richard Dreyfus sat down with a conversation with Margaret Hoover over on PBS. Mm-hmm. And she asked him about it, and you have to hear his response. Starting in 2024, films will be required to meet new inclusion standards um, to be eligible for the Academy Awards for Best Picture. They'll have to have a certain percentage of actors or crew from underrepresented racial and ethnic groups. What do you think of these new inclusion standards for films? They make me vomit. Why? <laughs> because... <laughs> This is an art form. It's also a, a form of commerce, and it makes money. But it's an art. And no one should be telling me, as an artist, that I have to give in to the latest, most current idea of what morality is. It's interesting coming well, from Richard Dreyfuss. Well, we, I think we've talked about him before mm-hmm. on this show because he is super liberal, but when it comes to this stuff that's affecting him and his career... That's where he's changing his tune. That's where he draws the line, right? Nippy, yeah. not in my backyard. Uh, but he's absolutely right. I mean, it's just the whole thing... When you force people to do something or engage in some behavior and then go, oh, look at what the people did. It's just like the NFL. The NFL is so so insulting qualified minorities who get hired because they force people to interview minorities. Joe Biden appointing that woman to the Supreme Court was so insulting to qualified black women who by their judicial history or their legal acumen would be qualified to be on the Supreme Court. Because you're telling people we're just doing this because you are yeah. whatever. Checking a box. It totally dilutes what it means to get the thing, even if you're actually qualified, because the perception is, well, you just got it because fill in the blank. Yeah. So Clint Eastwood hasn't been seen in over 454 days. And some people are questioning that his health has taken a turn for the worse. He's 92 years old. And apparently the last film he made didn't do as good is what he wanted. Yeah, it was what Cry Macho was yeah. his was his the last film he did. Now it is not believed that he is dead or there's a stunt double or a body double. It's just because there is another movie. He's got one movie left. He said he's going to do, and apparently it is on track to begin filming. So people are not worried. Oh my gosh, Clint Eastwood might be dead. Now, they had said that about Jack Nicholson for a long time because he had gone a very long time without being seen and then popped up on the on the balcony 
looking all disheveled and disoriented. But then was at the Lakers game. Mm-hmm. So backcourt side at the Lakers. So I, look, the guy's 109 years old. And that <laughs> that exaggerated number is not that far off in the case of Clint Eastwood. Maybe he just wanted to take some time off. Yeah. He turns 93 on May 31st. So at the end of this month. But this latest movie that he's apparently working on, they say that he wants to, they want it to be his swan song. He wants to go out in a blazing yeah. sunset and he is putting all of his resources into this movie to make sure that it's good so that he can be like a George Costanza and drop the mic and go out on a high note. Leave on a high I'm note. I'm out of here. I also love that at one point Clint Eastwood was the mayor of that little village where Pebble Beach Golf Course is. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was, he was rumored to be like a vice presidential pick potentially at one point. I mean, he was during the, I think, the, the 90s. And so uh, good dude, great actor. Bridges of Mad- Madison County. I'm a man, but I'm not afraid to say. Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> Excellent movie. Yeah. Well, he's hoping for a blockbuster on his last one. 1028 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And we're going to hear from you and your voicemails up next. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. And if you would like to contribute, the phone number 317-684-8444 with your voicemails with Kendall and Casey. All right, so Friday, we got into a story about Jeffrey Epstein and how some super rich guy is buying Epstein Island and basically is going to tear everything down and then build a resort Mm -hmm. of some sort on the island. And we were talking about how, uh, look, I don't care whether he's tearing the building downs or not. The stuff that took place on that island and what it was directly used for and what it was used to facilitate... I, I don't see how any person in good conscience could be like, yeah, I'm buying this. And then how anybody could decide that, hey, I'm going to go take a vacation here knowingly. Right. Yeah, gross. And so then it sparked conversation that I will continue to ask this question. And our audience, you guys called in in droves on this. At this point, when you realize Epstein was arrested and the crimes that he conducted against children laid out in intricate detail by many of the victims and then of course his cohort what was her name Giselle Giselaine Giselaine Maxwell yeah Giselaine because Giselle is Brady's wife sorry Giselle Giselaine and she was convicted Mm -hmm. and yet nobody else has screw being convicted other than Prince Andrew who else has even been named as a like a like likely culprit? Now there's people. Well, so and so was on a flight, or so and so was on a flight. Well, and all of those people who ever went to the island, they were just there for a business meeting, sure, right. a dinner, absolutely. So my question is, how is it possible that a guy could be arrested, set to be tried, magically kills himself in a prison cell? I mean, you know, if you were to look up suicide risk in the dictionary, there's this guy, and yet he's just left totally unattended and given the tools by which to execute himself. And then she gets arrested, and yet there is no person has been definitively named. We're arresting this person in connection with the trips to Epstein Island and, and these abuse of the abuse of these young girls. The only one was Prince Andrew and he gives some colossal financial settlement and apparently to the government, if you, you can just buy your way out of whatever, because now he's not being charged. 
How could you look at that evidence and not say to yourself, Jeffrey Epstein was either A, working for the federal government directly, as in like he was a government employee of some sort, or was in some capacity a contractor for the for the government because up to and including how this guy made all his money everything remains shrouded in mystery mm-hmm. and I, i'm not asking that to be facetious i'm not asking that to be over the top i'm not asking that to be bombastic i'm simply just asking the question of how a reasonable person could look at the evidence surrounding this case and not assume that epstein was some facilitator of something really bad and it was used to blackmail people. I mean, that's the best I can come up with at this point because there's no logical reason that nobody would have been named or charged in connection to this other than Prince Andrew. Yeah, and everybody's just turning a blind eye to it. Yeah. Is it a... I mean, again... Evidence of human trafficking over a decade, and yet nothing to see here. And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I I certainly believe we landed on the moon. Um, You know, I'm not a flat earth person, I'm simply saying, how is it possible that someone could run a, 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 a scheme, a scam, a, I don't know even what you could, an operation? Without a little help? Yeah, 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 and who are these people? Somebody went there, and you're not going to tell me that plane wasn't bugged. You're not going to tell me that island wasn't bugged with cameras. And so we had a lot of people who wanted to call in about this. Go. Hi, you were making a question about uh, reasons no one's been brought to trial for the abuses uh, with Epstein uh, down in the Virgin Islands. Well, my guess is that's something that the local authorities as a U.S. territory would have to pursue. And my guess is no one wants to disappear. No, 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 because they took off from here. That's, that's It's child sex trafficking. It's interstate commerce. There's a no. The government totally knows. Okay, and so wait, he's saying the U.S. Virgin Islands don't want to be involved. However, they have been unable to locate Google co-founder Larry Page because they're trying to serve him a subpoena. This <laughs> just keeps getting weirder. So the U.S. Virgin Islands is trying to investigate. Yeah, and there's just no way that the federal government, given the fact that he was in an airplane and it's interstate commerce and it's child sex trafficking, I mean, there's a certainly they would take the lead on this if they wanted to. It's pretty clear they have no interest in taking the lead on this. There's this ongoing lawsuit against J.P. Morgan Chase for allegedly enabling Epstein's sex trafficking ring. And the U.S. Virgin Islands, they're trying to subpoena different people. One of them, Google co-founder Larry Page, and they're unable to find him. All right. Uh, what's next, Kev? Yeah, on this Epstein uh, thing, it was reported that his plane had a U.S. government tail number. <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I tried to f- look it up and found a listing of a series of numbers that would be assigned to the United States government. In fact, I think it even said to the Central Intelligence Agency and the tail number on the plane and the news photographs matched that number. Now, you know, maybe the news reporter or the photographer manipulated it and made a number that wasn't there or something like that, but I don't think so. I think there's probably lots of pictures of his airplane. Now, I don't know. I, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I want to have this conversation without sounding like Alex Jones here with the tinfoil hat on. You're right. But I just keep coming back to 
how is all of this possible? And no one has been arrested in conjunction with this other than the guy who's now supposedly dead. Who knows with that? And this woman who won't talk. Okay, well, you know, there is one person that they could ask who, who has been to the compound who? as a VIP guest. Who? Former President Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. He has been there. Luckily, he has no track record whatsoever of... Uh, Impropriety. Oh, wait, never mind. Kev, what's next? <laughs> yeah, this is Mike from Bloomington. Uh, why would anybody be surprised at any of this? We have uh, uh, Bill Clinton, who is known to them, have had all sorts of affairs with women. Never, Nothing ever came out about it. We have all of our politicians who, for years and years and years, have known to be uh, sexually abusive to AIDS. Why would any of this be a surprise? Our, our government is... Democrat, Republican, they're all in the same bed together. It's just like, it's a big program. It's a big play. And we are the pawns of this whole play. Hmm. Absolutely. So, again, I'll continue to welcome opinions uh, on on either side, you know, for or against. But I, at this point, I'm totally in the camp that this guy was protected by someone. Mm-hmm. And the most logical thing I can come up with is that it was some gigantic blackmail operation for the people down there. Because there's no way that no one could be charged if the government is acknowledging, yeah, this guy did something seriously wrong. Well, somebody went there. They didn't just show up by boat. Well, we know people went there. Right. I, I mean, they were, they were, they were, they were. Chris Andrew, Bill Clinton. They weren't building churches or, 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 you know, constructing soup kitchens. They weren't on a mission trip. What, what, what were they doing there? Uh, Casey, it was made very clear to me once again over the weekend by our dear friend down there in Seymour. Um, that they absolutely do not care about all the taxes that they have raised. Uh, mm-hmm. He, in fact, was doubling down with the Post uh, about the gas taxing, how great the, it is that your gas taxes are going to Of course, you're up. talking about Representative Jim Lucas. Yes, absolutely. And uh, he said it's great that the Republicans are going to raise your gas taxes by $90 million. They don't feel bad about that at all. He's made very clear how the Republicans feel about your property taxes, uh, and that is to kiss their backside. Uh, you need to go complain to your auditor. Of course, they set the system up by which the auditing or the audit, the assessor and that they set the system up by which the homes are assessed but they can't be bothered with that and so uh we will continue to play phone calls from you uh reminding jim and the tesla guy and and uh the rest of jerry tor and the rest of the merry band of thieves in the indiana republican party how much they're destroying your life and making life hard for you they don't care mm-hmm. but we're going to use this little platform that we have here to remind people of such and uh, somebody called about that my name's Joanne. I listen to the show every day, and I live in Carmel. I live in one of the oldest neighborhoods in Carmel. In fact, they're trying, they'd like to have our neighborhood to knock it down and put more concrete in here. But I just got my uh, property assessment, mm. and there has been no improvements to my house. But there are huge houses, I call them mansions, being built on the outskirts of our neighborhood. So my assessment went up. I know that doesn't sound bad, but for people on a fixed income, it's terrible. I've lived in this house for 50 years, and every year it's gone up, just as you say, Rob. So I am tired of them saying in Carmel that our taxes are low because they are not because the assessments keep going up. Mm -hmm. So keep up the good work. Hopefully the legislature, when they come back, if they ever come back, will do some good. Don't count on that. (laughs) <laughs> They've already said they don't care at all. Don't hold your breath. $580 for no improvement. Well, you know what she did wrong? 
she happened to have that property there yes. that she's lived in for years. Absolutely. And somebody went and bought property next to her and yeah. was building a McMansion. Yeah. So that's that's where she made and, the mistake. And the thing she better be careful yeah. about is once those homes are done, then they'll actually be on the tax rolls, and mm-hmm. then you will start getting punished a lot more than you're getting punished. The whole look, the whole thing is a giant scam, and Rainwater is going to be with us next hour to uh, to talk about this and and you know plans. Here, here's the thing. If you vote for an incumbent Republican, so for all you people who go, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to vote for a Libertarian. Okay, then in the primary, right? If you vote for an incumbent Republican in a primary or the general election, because they're all in, they're all in cahoots on this. They all voted for the budget. They're all did nothing to help you. Every single one of them. There's not a good guy or girl in the lot when it comes to abusing your finances. They're all guilty. If you vote for any Republican incumbent, and the onus is on you to figure out who it is, whoever they're running against. Can't be any worse. <laughs> you got to start firing these people. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to get their attention because calling us and, and bitching about it ain't going to do no good. They, they know it. They know everybody listens to this show. They hear you. They mention specific things that you people say. They do not care. The time for talking is over. You got to beat them at the ballot box. Yeah. And we know these assessments are coming. It's when you see them on paper that it really makes you angry. Sure. All right. Uh, Hammer's next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. In front of 11, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. This is not AI generated. This is not a deep fake or even a shallow fake. The real, authentic, human, biological male, Jason Hammer, joining us in the studio. I'm all man. Tell Every me, bit of it. Tell me about the uh, Tales from the Track event you have coming up. So, tickets on sale now. It went live this morning. And if you're an Indy 500 fan, this is an event that our show, Hammer and Nigel, does every year. We get a bunch of race fans in the lobby. And there's food, and there's drinks, and we have a driver. This year, it's Ed Carpenter. Fantastic. And we're just telling stories, mm-hmm. having a good time. We'll take some Q&A from the crowd. At the end, we give away a bunch of prizes. Ed takes a picture, signs autographs for everybody that's there that wants it. And it's a really fun event. Thanks to Relay Indiana. They're the proud sponsor of this event. Tales from the Track. Tickets are on sale now. We've done this in the past, and every year it's sold out. Yeah. So if you are an Indy 500 fan or you know somebody who is, mm-hmm. this is Monday, May 22nd. So it's the Monday before the race. Race Week in Indy, Ed Carpenter, Hammer and Nigel, Tales mm-hmm. from the Track. Get your tickets, WIBC.com. We've also got the link put on the Hammer and Nigel Show social media. Speaking of uh, being sold out, the Beach Grove Prom was also sold out over the weekend. It was a packed, <laughs> jammed house, my man. And thank you once again yes. for being uh, Lloyd, the limo driver, <laughs> for the, uh, the group that uh, you had. So my job 
Robin, thank you for asking me. Your son is so well-behaved. It's amazing how you can have one kid who is so wonderful <laughs> and then the other who's just, just terrible. Uh, but my job, one of the jobs, was to drive the children to their dinner before the prom. Mm-hmm. And I got quite the uh, quite the event while I was waiting on them in the uh, parking lot. So, you know, you drop them off and I'm sitting in there. I'm you're listening to the radio. I'm texting inappropriate things to hammer. At this point, you're like Argyle from Die Hard. <laughs> yes, that's right. perfect. And so I see this is they've been in there about an hour and a half. So this is probably, I don't know, 830 in the evening. Where was dinner? Uh, Ruth Chris. Oh, hey. Oh, boy, yeah. Somebody's doing very well. Nice. My kid will be going to Wendy's for the prom dinner. <laughs> and so I see this. There's a it's like a. a Two two men, no, one man and three girls, and they're coming out. And this one girl, you these can are tell, not prom attendees. No, 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 no. These are adults. They're younger adults, maybe you know, late twenties, early thirties. And this one young lady, you can tell she's uh, she's had a little too much to drink. She been may over-served. have been overserved. Yeah, and which is weird. You wouldn't think that you know Ruth's Chris would be a place where you'd be going super sloshed, you know, because it's you know a fancy restaurant. But it, you know it happens, whatever. And so it's like in slow motion, Casey. I can see this start to unfold, and I'm thinking to myself, this woman is going to go down. And in real time, you know, just it's like it's slow motion. I can see it, and then. Oh. Whack! She was wobbling around there like Apollo Creed after he <laughs> took that hit from Drago. And then five, four, three, two, one, boom! Oh. Yeah, you ever see like an accident where on the, on the highway where you see the cars that don't mm-hmm. see each other and you no, know this coming. is about to happen. And so I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it's it's the concrete, so I'm hoping she's okay. So I see her, she kind of starts getting up and think, okay, now I can start laughing at this. And then the best part is her friends are helping her up. Now keep in mind they have nothing to do with her making a total ass out of herself in right. front of all in front of you know all the people in the <laughs> the, the parking lot. And so naturally they start chuckling. Uh-huh. And she's <laughs> like super, good friends. Yes. Would. You know, they help her up, make sure she, she didn't hit her head or whatever. And then she starts screaming at these people all the way to the car and they just start laughing harder. What is she screaming at them? <laughs> because like, why'd you let me fall? Yeah, no, oh, they're okay. laughing at her. Oh boy. She's teetering on the heels and then wiping the gravel off her forehead. So I picture right now one of these people is listening to our radio show and they're pointing at the radio like the Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> that was Deb. Uh-huh. I know exactly who he's talking about. That was Deb. You gotta be careful out there because you never know where Rob Kendall's parked. Well, I'll tell you what, that, that Ironworks <laughs> development where they had their uh, dinner was, man, that place is absolutely outstanding. They're off of 86th Street up mm-hmm. there uh, near Castleton. That's uh, that's outstanding. And the problem was at the zoo this year. Yes, inside the Dolphin Pavilion mm-hmm. thing, which mm-hmm. they had a great time. And again, as much as I despise you, uh, the representative <laughs> from Brownsburg, <laughs> Uh, I do want to say thank you for taking care of all the folks and uh, making sure they got in and out safely. It was an honor to be asked. Hammer, when I got there, he handed me a large bag of pennies and said, get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So did the prom event end Saturday night or do, is, does it go on all weekend? So the actual prom ended at 11. There really wasn't an official after prom. Everybody kind of does different stuff. Yeah. Some folks go to Kings Island the next day. Oh, fun. Um, our group, um, Chris's date had a soccer game. Okay. Uh, Emily had a soccer game. So they went and watched her play 
her soccer game on Sunday, and then they just went to Dave and Buster's and hung out and did when stupid did stuff. When did the limo business get so expensive? Your wife told me what it would have cost to rent a limo. It's ridiculous. A rental cars are expensive, oh, too. yeah. Everything <laughs> uh-huh. is. Like, it sucks, man. The whole economy sucks. Thank yes. you, Joe Biden. Um, by the way, I love that you're wearing a UND shirt now. Proud UND dad. Your kid will be bowling there. Yes. When's yes. graduation? Uh, the Saturday before the race. Perfect. What's coming up this afternoon? So, Broad Ripple, welcome to the party, Bal. You're getting the crime that Indianapolis has had for a long time, and people are starting to notice. Thank you, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.